Package Your Genius Academy's fall enrollment season is coming to a close. If you are interested in learning how to clarify the gift that you have to offer the world, or at least the current stage of that gift, clarify what it is and how to message that gift and communicate what you have to share and offer to other people, you'll want to learn more about Package Your Genius Academy. Welcome to Package Your Genius. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. I'm a former print journalist turned PR and personal branding pro, and I am here to help high achievers like you bring your genius ideas to life. Whatever gift you have to give the world, I want to be a catalyst for your next genius move. If you're ready to stop overthinking it and start putting yourself out there, you're in the right place. Let's go. Today I want to talk about generating the surplus from which you can serve. Generating the surplus from which you can serve. As I talked about on my last episode, self-care is so important for high achievers. And today, during my daily self-care, I was really thinking a lot more about this and how there is a direct correlation between self-care and your actual ability to do what you do on your highest level. So whatever you feel your gift or talent or calling is, being able to tap into that on its highest level is directly correlated to how much time you are taking care of yourself and your vessel. And it's just become so crystal clear to me in the last few weeks of prioritizing the things that really get me closer to that gift and make me feel more alive. And even conversations that I've been having recently, I've been traveling a little bit to conferences over the past couple of weeks. And The great thing about conferences is you get a chance to talk with other people who are on their path and on their journey, but they have been attracted to the event for some of the same reasons that you have. And at the most recent event that I attended, I was speaking to someone about the idea of having enough so that you can pour into other people and how you can't serve unless you have overflow, right? Like you cannot give to people if you don't have more than enough for yourself. Now, some of us are out here giving to people when we don't have enough for ourselves and that's why we're burnt out and depleted and just not feeling amazing about giving the gifts away. And I think if you are feeling any sense of resentment or even physical exhaustion, fatigue, there may be some lack of overflow occurring in your life. But if you're interested in making more money or making a bigger impact or just getting clear on what you're supposed to be doing with your life or finding a solution to a tough problem, I feel like all of that can be unlocked with the right level of self-care. So I don't know what that means for you or what it looks like for you, what the best self-care regimen is for you. But as I've mentioned before, 
I've long known that whenever I get a chance to think, write, and spend time in nature, I feel amazing. I feel clear, focused. I understand exactly what I need to do. And in the past, I've shied away from making that a part of my routine because it takes so much time. So I'm not talking about thinking for 10 minutes. I'm talking about spending at least a good hour or giving myself an hour of of time to think. And I may write during that time, but I may simply just (laughs) drink coffee and stare into the horizon. But for me, it's important. I need it. And if I don't get a chance to debrief with myself, and I do that through writing in my journal, I get a sense of like, all of the thoughts and feelings and connections that I'm making mentally piling up on one another and the sense of overwhelm that I just need to like clear the slate and clean my plate mentally. And so the journaling kind of helps me process and um, turn the page, so to speak, on the previous day or the previous weeks or the previous exchanges with other people, be they contentious exchanges or really great exchanges. Like it's my way of capturing the good moments and also processing, I guess, technically what you would call the bad. But I've long known that I'm a better person for it. I'm a better person when I get a chance to think alone, write, and spend time in nature. And if I can do all of those three things at the same time, it typically makes for an ideal day. And so for whatever reason, I didn't prioritize. And I think in the past, I, again, thought it was just too indulgent to spend hours a day on things that are not directly tied to what I get paid for or um, what my children or husband may need from me on any given day. But what I'm uncovering is they are completely tied to both of those things. I find that I'm able to just make better decisions that can help me make more money when I spend this time on myself. I realize that I'm able to think through the solutions that my family needs for me when I'm able to make this time for myself. And so by putting myself on the back burner, I'm actually putting my ability to earn more on the back burner. I'm putting my family's ability to move forward on the back burner because for so many things I'm required to think through what our next move is or what's the best course of action for us to take so if I'm not cleaning my mind and and making sure that it's in its best shape then I'm not able to spot the problems that are on the horizon and that are coming for us. I'm not able to prepare. I'm not able to think through what everyone needs and what resources I need to have in place as those things come up. So it's counterintuitive and kind of crazy when you're just thinking about it. But when you put it into practice, putting yourself first really is putting other people first or putting your clients first, putting your family first, putting your movement and your impact first. My God, this podcast challenge even, and just being clear on what I want to communicate when I come here to this microphone has been exponentially impacted by the time that I'm spending in nature. And so when I hear from people 
who are resonating with what I'm sharing and it's helping them unlock the next level for themselves or it's helping them see a pattern more clearly or it's helping them get clarity on a challenge that's been plaguing them for weeks, months or even years. Um, That is just it's so powerful and it's such a confirmation of the ripples that my own self care are making with you all. And so think about that the next time that you are debating with yourself and wondering if you should make time for you, if you should make time for the things that make you feel peaceful and whole and clear, there are people and lives that could be changed, but they only can be changed if they have access to a clear you. So what do you need to get clear? What do you need to put in place to put in your routine to make a part of your life so that you can be the clearest, most pure vessel for whatever transformation, information, insight, breakthrough, invention, book, speech, talk, service, whatever it is that that is meant for you to deliver. I believe you cannot really get the truth of that delivery if you are not clear. So what do you need to do to get clear? It's not just your job to be obedient and deliver the thing that was given to you to deliver, to write the book that was placed on your heart to write, or to um, create the organization that was placed on your heart to create, um, to lead the people that you have been called to lead. It's not just your job to do those things. It's also your job to show up each and every day as a clear vessel to be able to channel the things that those people need to hear from you, to be able to channel the words for that book, to be able to channel the messages for that podcast, to be able to filter the opportunities and decisions that you need to make for your family. I hope I'm not, you know, too far off into the atmosphere with this, but it's clear as day to me. Um, And that's just from the practice of doing this. And it hasn't even been a full month that I've been super consistent with it. Now, I do have theories about how much you can quote unquote, put in the bank and still kind of coast on. So I believe that putting this intense time in right now is going to serve me well in the winter. I've even had a couple of days where I wasn't able to um, take advantage of my new routine just because I was traveling and was out of town. And so I didn't have my normal time slot to be able to run off and do my trail and write in the journal and have my coffee and reflect. But I still got some time in in some way, some form of nature, some form of reflection and writing, but not the amount that I'm doing on a day to day basis. And I still feel the effects. I still feel the results. And so for you, it may not be practical for it to be a daily thing. I know for me, um, especially with the writing, if I skip days, um, I'm I'm. I'm worse for it. Like, it's just better if I do it every day. You may not need that. And I think this is definitely a personal practice. And it's up to you to understand, you know what you need, you know what, what uh, is missing when you start to feel that feeling of regret or, or resentment rather. 
when you start feeling anxious or just overwhelmed or just like there's just too much on you and you need to release like you know what is missing when that happens and for me I know it is writing that is missing especially when mentally I start to feel like there's too much in my head and I need to get it out so um whatever the thing that makes you feel clear and whole remember it's not just for you but it's for the people you've decided that you are going to be responsible for and you are going to impact and you are going to serve with your gifts you owe it to them to show up clear I feel so just incredibly clear and powerful and grounded is really the word I'm looking for I feel grounded in the truth of what I'm meant to do when I'm able to effortlessly just see connections in nature that I think apply to business or to personal branding and to all of us that are on our journey of finding our purpose and manifesting it and and sharing our gifts with the world when I'm able to just quickly see connections that maybe would have taken me longer in the past just because um, my mind was cluttered and I wasn't able to see things as clearly but now if a connection is there to be made I mean I'm making it right and so you know when you talk about those zones of genius like the, there's the zone of excellence there's the zone of um, genius which is above that and I forget what's under excellence honestly it doesn't really matter what's under excellence because none of us should be spending our time there but for me I feel like that zone of genius is making those intellectual connections um, using my power of introspection and ability to see patterns and ability to look at a situation from a strategic standpoint and just see kind of like what's missing and what needs to be added and what needs to be balanced and um, what you're not seeing that ability is my zone of genius and then obviously um, packaging it in a way that other people can make use of it so through podcasts or books um, or programs but um that zone of genius is accessed more regularly and more often than not when I am deep in this self-care practice. So I can get there without it, right? I can still make the connections and see the patterns and come up with good episodes and articles and books, etc. But it's just so much easier with the self-care piece in place. And it's almost like, Whereas in the past, I may think, well, I hope to be inspired so that I can come up with a good idea. Now, it's just a matter of being awake and being present. And those connections are just there for me to make. So um, whereas before I saw it as a a luxury to make myself a priority and to get those three things in, the daily thinking, writing, and nature time. Um, I used to see it as a luxury, but now since I've made it a priority, I've experiencing quite a few benefits, which are clarity on my business challenges. So now I can just take a walk in the woods and suddenly 
something I've been trying to make a decision about becomes crystal clear. I've also found clarity on what is standing in my way in my personal life. So, you know, thinking through challenges with the kids or with our family and things that we want to do, our big financial goals, it's become clear, oh, okay, you just need to do this or you just need to, you know, reallocate or move these resources around and funnel them into this direction. And that's how you'll get to your goal. All of that becomes super crystal clear. Also, I found with this new practice, I found the motivation to push through on hard things. And a part of that has been the trails that I walk during this morning routine. So I'll typically do, um, I'll sit, think and write. And then after that, I will push myself to do a trail if I'm feeling up to it. So I'll walk a few miles and the trails that I do are pretty hilly. And so, um, you know, there's this one particular trail I do and there's a spot in it coming back, but it's just really hard. It's a really steep hill and it's long. And so in the beginning, I just remember huffing and puffing my way up this hill. And now it's just getting easier to scale the hill and to get from the bottom to the top without dying. And so, you know, when you can see yourself making progress over time, it translates and it, it reinforces in your brain that you can get better at things and you can get accustomed to doing hard things if you just keep showing up every single day. Another thing I've gained during this process of, of you know, putting myself on the agenda is patience with myself. Um, I don't know what it is, but there's just this overwhelming sense of grace that I now have for myself. I I can feel myself taking care of myself and I'm reminded that I'm more than what I achieve. It's just a sense of self-love because I've put myself on the list. You know, I'm always thinking about the other people in my life who need things from me and how I can get them what they need and by just making a stand or taking a stand for me and putting myself on the agenda first thing in the morning it's just this like almost this small voice saying you know good for you <laughs> like you are loved you like you love you and you love all of these other people but you also love you and it's it's good to finally feel that right um another thing I think I can be guilty of making mountains out of molehills, as we say in the South. And this practice, the self-care practice has really helped me to see where I'm assigning too much or too little significance to the things that are happening in my life day to day. And so I guess from that standpoint, it just gives me a sense of perspective that I can, um, reach faster than I would have in the past I think eventually that perspective or sense of perspective would come but this kind of mindfulness and self-care and restorative 
um, practice that I'm experiencing every day helps perspective come a lot faster. And maybe it's just because I'm walking in the woods in silence, you know, it's like your mind has time to think and make connections and you just realize, oh my God, you're overthinking that or you're doing too much or it really wasn't that big of a deal, right? Like there's no one talking back to me. Um, and it's just kind of all there. The truth is just there if I am willing to hear it, right? Or just kind of hear myself out. And then another cool thing has been, well, I would say a higher tolerance for stressful situations like physical stress. I talked about the driving, so that's been big. But another thing that I would definitely attribute to this self-care practice is the many many, many songs that I have been um, dreaming up. So you may not know this, but I have a, a, a gift or a talent for hearing uh, melody. So um, if you're a musician, you probably hear um, songs in your head like if you're a creative musician and not just a performance musician, meaning you can play an instrument, but you don't necessarily compose your own songs well I have a gift for hearing melodies I just hear them like um someone may say a phrase and I turn it into a song and I just hear a whole melody that goes along with it and I'm really fortunate because my kids have been trained musically um for years now and so nowadays when I hear a melody I'll sing it to them and they can typically turn it into an actual song on the piano. And so over the past month or so, I can't even count the number of songs that have come out of this, just me hearing melodies. Like I sometimes I'll I'll hear multiple songs a day and I just have to capture them in my voice memo before I lose them. But I attribute that to being creatively unblocked. And so there's just nothing between me and this creative well. And if I'm able to kind of harvest that creative product, it could be something really special. And so maybe one day I will link to some of the songs that we have created because actually we've put a few of them on Facebook just, um, on video, my son will play the piano and you can hear the songs that I have <laughs> dreamed up and what they actually turned into musically. So there's also that, but essentially I feel like I have created a surplus and a sense of overflow from which I can serve other people. And I think that for anyone who um, has has felt a sense of resentment around like the obligations that they have for their life. They felt overwhelmed or they have felt stretched, even though making time for yourself when you feel like your to-do list is just bursting at the seams and you don't have time for yourself. It seems like making time for yourself is just too much because you already feel stretched very, very thin But I promise you, when you do make that time for yourself, somehow you end up having more for everyone else. Like I've even noticed that I have time, I have the emotional and mental bandwidth 
for friends and family that are hundreds of miles away. Whereas before I could only practically worry about the people in my house and maybe like one or two people, you know, outside of that, like my clients or um, people that I'm engaged with on a daily or at least a weekly basis. But now I have the room, I have the mental room, the emotional room to help troubleshoot situations and problems and just be there, be a supportive person for the people I care about, but I just didn't feel like I had that bandwidth for. And that's really freeing and powerful and exciting. And it just fills me with gratitude for, you know, what contributions I can make and how much of my life I can use to help more people. Um, I love the fact that personal branding really helps us scale our impact. I will say that if it weren't for that, if it weren't for the internet and being able to talk into this microphone and then know that thousands of you would hear my words with me only having to put forth this effort one time, um, I would probably feel like my gifts were going unnoticed, underutilized, and that um, for me, life didn't have as much meaning if I wasn't able to share what I'm coming up with with other people. Like that's important to me. And so um, if, to bring it full circle, if you feel like you haven't been able to make the impact you wanna make and you, you truly believe that, what has been placed on your mind, your heart, your soul, the gifts you've been given are meant to serve others, but you don't feel like you have the bandwidth to serve, like you don't feel like you have the bandwidth to sit down and write the book or teach the class or, you know, help one more group of people because you're stretched so thin with all of the obligations you have, whether they are work obligations or family obligations or volunteer and church and community obligations. I encourage you, I implore you, I'm begging you to think about what fills your cup, what creates that sense of abundance and surplus and overflow for you, because it's the key to you being able to use your life in a way that will leave you with no regrets. And I truly mean that. I feel like I'm on the cusp of uh, my personal power and just really being able to do what I was meant to do without it burning me out and killing me. Um, And it's just a sense of peace that I wish for all of us. So please, please, please put yourself back on the list. You deserve it. Put yourself not only back on the list, but put yourself first on the list and let me know how that works out for you. All right, I'll see you next time.